This is exactly right. <laughs> are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. And this is Karen Kogareth. Hello, Karen. How are you, my friend? Chris, hi. hi. How are there, you? There's no need to yell. I can hear you over the... I have... Uh, are you sure? I'm in the valley. <laughs> I did not. I know. I'm in Echo Park still, but I have headphones. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, we have... I have a microphone. We have headphones uh, in Echo Park now. It's bit. great. You know, I watched... Yeah. Uh, I want to say Judgment Night, but it was called Training Day, and it's my neighborhood. <laughs> and uh, it, apparently this used to be a much worse neighborhood than it is now. Pretty intense over there it, uh, before the gentrification. It was, yeah, but I mean, yeah. now it's a night. I like where it's at. I think most people are happy with it. But yeah, we just got microphones and headphones over here, so I can hear you is my point. So glad that they've finally evolved to the audio <laughs> <laughs> to the audio level we are used to over yeah, here. Yeah, a lot of early... The San Fernando Valley. Yeah, a lot of uh, early Angelino Heights podcasts were the old cup and yarn. <laughs> <laughs> we have a guest today, and I think you always do a better, more professional job of introducing our guest, but then I'll say the nice you're things afraid, about her, too. You're afraid you're going to pronounce her name wrong? <laughs> I know that old trick. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, today you know her from... Uh, the Jackie and Lori show. Yes. You know her from clubs and colleges all over the country. <laughs> <laughs> you know her as a repeat guest on Do You Need a Ride? We, She was a stalwart. We would go to her in our times of need. Yes. We would go to her when we had nothing else to talk about. <laughs> we would go to her when we knew we needed podcast de delivery. She is the one. That's right. It's Jackie Cation. Content provider Jackie Cation. That's what I like to be introduced as. Since, since 07. Uh, uh, 2006, the dork forest. Uh, here's the thing about Van Nuys is uh, we're living Bridgerton. You guys are living what? training day. Yeah, we're living Bridgerton over here. People are wow. having sex against trees. You're, I don't and, remember the last time we dropped you off. There, there being a lot of powdered wigs and things like that. There's powdered wigs and there's women who don't know uh, how it works. Uh, the ejaculations. Uh, they don't know why it works or what's happening. May we may we just do a Bridgerton quick dip? Because I feel like the prudiest and spoiler Entire spoiler alert. I think we're, we've already done it. We're going to do it more. Of course. But 
when it came to the part where that I kept going, this can't be the plot line. This can't be this can't be a plot line. And what Jackie just said is essentially uh, that was the plot line. And I literally Googled it because I was like, it's got to be me. I'm being weird and perverted right now. And then it was like, no, no, no. This is from the book. This is how it is. This is where I lose all respect for the do you need a ride of friends and family, which is I read the books before it came out. <gasps> Of course. Of uh, course. Look at uh, the pro- I wish this yeah. was a vlog so that you could see Jackie's smug uh, lean back. Allow me to tell you about season two, you guys. Anthony's allergic to bees. I got to go. got to go. so hurtful. Don't you dare drop so that shit and leave. Jackie. I'm storming out now. Out of respect for the books, I haven't started watching it because I know I got to read those books first. That's not true. I didn't like the promo footage. <laughs> At all. It's just not It's an ejaculation-based plot. Ejaculation-based I mean, plot. My fa- one, of the, one of the best things, because Shonda Rhimes, she really stuck the landing on this thing. She nailed it. Yes. Uh, and I have to say that my favorite was the fact that they took modern songs and put them to uh, string quartets, uh, yeah. or orchestral, um, Ariane Grande, whatever. I mean, like, f- like dance tunes, and then all of a sudden it's a waltz. So yeah. good for her, good for them. Oh wow, <laughs> they, did, they really did nail it. Um, but it's true that <laughs> it's the, I don't know if it was the A plot or the B plot or the J plot, but. <laughs> It really was a major part of the storyline. And I just was kind of like, I get that it's this is, you know, sexy and randy. And they're, you know, that guy was among the hottest people I've ever seen. The main just walking around. Holy smokes, that actor. (laughs) He's quite something. But then that part where I was like, this is it's borderline like medical school shit where I was just like, I don't think this is sexy. Is it me? Do people like stuff like this? It's very unsexy. Uh, It's literally the plot of a lot of romance novels. And that's all Bridgerton is. Is Is that true? Yeah. It is especially historical romance novels because they're written. Remember that romance novels traditionally are written for women by women about women. And uh, what they're what they'd like to point out is truly how shitty it used to be and how much better it sort of is now. And um, one of the things was women were not told uh, the plumbing situation about uh, (laughs) the actual mechanics of the doing it. Okay. So that's why it gets clinical. Totally why it gets clinical. Wow. I guess I got to start. I got to start. The real, the real, the fun plot of that is the whistle down thing and the other characters. So the, the other character, the woman who wrote it, Julia Quinn, uh, actually is almost funny. She's genuinely funny in the world of romance novels. She's almost funny if you happen to hang out with hilarious people. All the time. (laughs) That's a problem with me all the time. I uh, that these almost people don't cut it. These almost funny (laughs) people don't cut it anymore. (laughs) It's there's trouble. The question I have is I didn't realize I thought Bridgerton. I didn't realize it was. So it's essentially kind of like a Jane Austen romance novel, like like reapproaching. Let's let's unpack that statement, which is Jane Austen didn't write historical romance novels. She wrote contemporary novels in Mm -hmm. 1815 ish. Right. So in 1920, a woman named Georgette Heyer decided to write a 
Jane Austen like novel and created as to, and this is uh this could all be corrected by someone with an English degree but uh but Georgia Heyer wrote historical romance novels set in the time of Jane Austen oh and thus and then people who with more or less interest in research and more or less interest in doing it and depicting it, uh, and it being sex, uh, have thus written since then. And in the 1950s and 60s, when the romance novel became very, very popular, they sold them in grocery stores because women didn't have enough money, uh, because of bad things. And so, <laughs> uh, women could hide romance novels in their grocery budget. Yeah. Ooh, oh, this has smart. been a fun fact. That's why. I would love to know who thought that up. Yeah. <laughs> it explains why oh. they're right next to the gum. It's an impulse buy that your husband <laughs> won't <up>. see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Epic. And uh, a madman level of oh, advertising wow. going on there. Yes. Outstanding. I, I, if like there was a, a book editor woman and a grocery store manager man that were husband and wife and she was just like, honey, I got it. Here. Here we go. Something like yeah, that yeah. is how I like to pick. And to the bank, to the bank with you, to the with your money. We go as we laugh. And that was Jerry and Diane Kroger. <laughs> you know them. You know them. You love them. Okay. Uh, now I will digress again and weed off. Have you seen Danielle Perez's The Real Housewives of Zoom? Not yet. No. It is outstanding. It is okay. hilarious. And one of the characters is Mrs. Zoom. <laughs> and. <laughs> Her husband did, and she talks about him all the time. And people are like, why are you talking about him? And you're like, because this wouldn't even be happening without Edgar or whatever the hell his name is. (laughs) Oh, my God. Too funny. It truly, truly is. Was Zoom around for a while before this whole quarantine situation? Who knows? Who knows? I I feel like it just came out the day of. (laughs) Which, I feel March like it was 13th. That, it was one of those kind of things that the like the uh, the visionary in the office was always trying to get people to jump onto it. And they were just like, yeah, no, that's weird. I don't it, I don't it's uncomfortable. It's very awkward. Nobody wants to do it. We don't care. We'll just email the people in Tampa. We don't have to Zoom with yeah. them. It's mm-hmm. it's all mm-hmm. the same. And then the second quarantine hit, they were like, told you, I told yeah. you. <laughs> so lucky. Just the time. In your face. In your face. Yeah. I found out today that I had blocked the POTUS Twitter account, which is funny. Like that was going to hurt Trump's feelings, but I unblocked it. <laughs> and we did. Today, there's news that we all will be eligible for a vaccine by May 1st. So that's good, right? That's good news. Yeah, that is good. It turns out all we needed was a government that was willing to be a government. Yeah. And just and, for a couple and... months. <laughs> in the in the good ways and the bad ways. But that's, uh, you know, I'm more interested right now in the good ways, which is uh, organizing the Postal Service and vaccines. Yes. Yes. It just feels like there's some there are many people in this administration that know how to open and use an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> and that makes me feel great. Oh, it gives me a sense of peace and serenity. Yes. Yeah. Every yes. day. I'm no one's trying to shut off the mail permanently. Yeah. No one's trying to no one's trying to make money off of ventilators. I feel like the making money off of ventilators and they just said it right on TV mm-hmm. was this low point, like morally, uh, spiritually, everything where I was just kind of like, I don't know if we're coming back from this, where they're just basically <laughs> like, hey, we're not just going to give them out. We got to make some money. Right. Like Jared Kushner said it on oh, TV. God. Yeah. Guys. Guys. 
let's collect our po- podcast performance uh, <laughs> abilities back together. Yes. And really talk about and more fun. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jackie, I feel like I haven't seen you. Has it been one year or two years since we did our our Kate, Caitlin Gill? Yeah, that tour through that feels Karen's at least a year room. and a, at least an hour and a half ago when we were some there was a redwood. I thought of Kilgariff. Who yeah, doesn't? My phone just sent redwood. me photos of it not long ago, so it had to be just a year ago. Oh, that's a sign. I just got a text from I actually um, I've gotten the first shot. Oh, sweet. And so, Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, that's great. I stood in line, stood in line. Uh, see, my, my mother-in-law got it and we're her primary caregiver. She's in her mid seventies, whatever. And then my husband was eligible. So he's getting his tomorrow. And I was like, well, then I'm just going to go stand over by Belboa Park uh, <laughs> and see if they have any extras. And I'm luckily I'm I'm old enough that they look at me and heavy enough that they're just like, oh, she's probably at risk. Everyone I and, know uh, that's gotten it. There wasn't much yes. of a vetting. They didn't ask a lot of questions. You just show up. They yeah. d- they did vet the line. Sure. They did. Okay. They did pick other people before me. Oh, OK. And, and that and it was at the end of the day. OK. And so it took yeah. a couple of hours. And then I—that's good. That's time. That's time well spent. It's time well spent, and and what it has done is created new anxiety. It turns out I hate change, whether it's positive or not. (laughs) (laughs) All year I've been like, why I got to get out of here? I've been I've I've been larping out some LAX time here here in the garage, pretending I'm at LAX. Uh, Larping. Thank you for saying larping. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, and now that I'm going to travel, I assume after I get the second shot and two weeks after, because that's what it is. Two weeks after you get the second shot, you it's all coursing through your body and you're as safe as you can be with a mask and then also continue to wash your hands and use sanitizer. And yes. don't, don't be a moron. And, and, and so, then you'll feel good. You'll feel safe to go do stand up places. Then I'll feel then I'll feel safe to go do stand up places. Yeah. And and I guess still not sell any merch. You guys, I bought five thousand dollars <laughs> worth of merch before we went into lockdown. You got to sell that merch. Jackie, look, uh, we will remember to if you have any dates that you know for sure right now or you want to plug them at the end. But our listeners are big comedy fans and supporters. And where you go, if if we have them in that area, they will come and see you. I mean, they're. Like, April 23rd, I'm supposed to April, it's either 23rd or 24th. It's the weekend, that weekend of April. Uh, I'm going to be in Milwaukee in a very large theater, socially distant. Nice. And it's going to be uh, it, it's going to be, you know, not not full by any means, but it's going to be relatively expensive because it's sort of a benefit for this theater. And oh, for is, some reason, I can't remember, but whatever it is, <laughs> uh, I, I know the weekend, so I don't know the night. Okay. Uh, I know the city. I don't know the venue. That's so uh, funny. I, and is I, it through the Laughing Tap people? It's through the Laughing Tap people. Yeah, and I was supposed to do that at the end of this month. And I said, I'm scared. I can't. Well, that's <laughs> uh, that's what I, I've I, I have had so many things scheduled that I've had to say I'm scared. I can't. Yeah. That about two and a half months ago, I said, I am not booking anything until I get the first sure. shot. Yeah. And um, and then. But then here's the here's the annoying thing. Start saving up, fans of uh, Do You Need a Ride? Because uh, Ticketmaster <laughs> is giving no one a deal to see oh. this show. So um, how much is it, you know? Uh, I think it's like $5? 50 or 60 bucks. 
Yeah. Wow. So yeah. it's it's a drag. So if you have work and you have money, it will help the theater in addition to myself. But know that it's which is good because the you know live venues really need your support so they're uh we're only talking to our richer listeners yes yes Uh, people struggling take a breather yeah don't richer listeners lean forward that's it that's (laughs) it yeah and (laughs) get in there because we all want to help the theater we all want to make sure the theater remains open and uh but we also wish the Ticketmaster wasn't a pile of of uh doo-doo yeah, just yeah. Let, just like Pearl Jam said a long time ago. They did. They were, did they? Yeah, they were very upset with Ticketmaster. I didn't even know anything about it, of course, because I wasn't selling tickets to anything. <laughs> I was drinking 40s and skateboarding, but I remember them being very outspoken about Ticketmaster. Because all the fees and all the service yeah. charges and all the things that no, yeah. the artist can't control. And then the, the art and then the fans blame the artist and they are mm-hmm. mad at Yep, right. The venue, the the, I guess the venue can't even control it at this point because it's a union venue and the union made a deal with Ticketmaster. Yeah, and go union anyway. Still go union. Still go theater. We need unions now more than ever. Yeah, Yeah. if it's the theater, uh, the the last time we were in Milwaukee and we were on tour, we did, um, and I want to call it either the Riverfront, the Palace, uh, the Fox, something like that. Uh, The River View, I think, is uh, the one. It was probably right there on Wisconsin Avenue. I think I saw the Marquee. That is a beautiful old theater. This, it might be the Majestic or something. All I know is that it seats four thousand people. Wow. And there's, they're not going to put, four, and you'll be happy to know, they're not going to put 4,000 people there at the end of April. Hey, if you're rich and you don't love germs uh, or other people, this sounds like the show for you. And if you're vaccinated, which would be lovely. Yes. Oh, yes. You know, when I was going to go on the road. Then you're worry free. Yeah, I was going to go on the road. I literally ordered. I literally ordered 800 masks to give away because I didn't want oh. people to not wear them. <laughs> That's great. Oh, nice. <laughs> and now Perfect. people will be like, and yeah, so I, we're all vaccinated. You, we don't need your mask. All, but people are, yeah, are going to keep wearing masks. I think people will keep wearing, wearing yeah. masks. I think that's, for the that's airport. not going to end. Yeah. Uh, for the airports, for sure. And just and here's here's a fun fact is that the the flu, the actual flu was down so much this year because of masks and social distancing. So yeah. uh, a lot of people didn't die because of the flu. People busy dying because of COVID. Very sad. Yes. Uh, but yeah. the flu, nobody died uh, because of it. And I'm going to wear a mask. I know that through at least June. And I'll probably always wear a mask in it feels like I've been tricked into it by, but that's me uh, investing in Reynolds rep. So uh, I do have a tinfoil hat theory <laughs> that they want us all to stay home. Yeah. Well, Whoever I they know, want to stay home. I have not had any kind of a bug. Like I, you just don't get sick in general. I'm going to wear masks. Yeah. I prom- mark my words. Well, I feel like the combination of hand washing, which is the kind of thing, sadly, I really didn't think that much about yeah. true i would of course do it when after, normal yeah go after going to the bathroom or after if my hands were the bathroom, dirty sure yeah or yeah get do, getting something weird on your hands but other than that it was like then it became that thing where we all turned in lightly ocd yeah. with, mm-hmm. with very good reason and i don't think that goes away after when you are made to be conscious like i keep thinking about that those first couple months where we were wiping down our groceries like i just remember standing in the kitchen with the clorox wipes uh, with a cereal box Mm -hmm. like crazy not you know 
not, not even actually proven to be needed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but still. And I know prior it. to that, I always have my fingers in my damn face. I was I had my my mouth, I was rubbing my eyes. Pardon me while I touch my face. I, I mean, that, that was you so, it. it was so fun to watch. It was like being at a party. I haven't seen that for years. <laughs> touched your face. That was beautiful. Oh, so great. I, you know what? And I'm sober, so I can do this. I can touch my nose without even looking well, at let's it. Let's huh? hear that. Even though I'm looking at the camera. Jackie. I just love that this really, it is the beginning of the end, though. I think that's really nice. It's great to hear you have your first shot. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Anytime someone says that, I'm just, it, I'm elated. Yeah. Yeah. It's I when I... Uh, uh, the the like my I have a friend of mine who's actually been working on the cure for AIDS for the last thirty five years and making some some uh, no, no cure but uh, but you know making some dent and I talked to her and they pulled her off of it last you know a year ago December to work on January I think to to work on COVID and she got the Pfizer one back in uh, end of August early September as a test wow. as a test. And, oh, and and then she would take her own blood and look at the antibodies. Oh wow! And, um, I bet so, she's smart. She sounds like she's maybe smarter than me. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, she's got some I chops. Bet. She's got some science chops. Yeah, yes. science chops. Yeah, but you know me. Yeah. I know the streets. <laughs> My ear is to the curb. <laughs> That's what I've always heard about you, Christopher yeah. Fairbanks. <laughs> yeah, I don't have. Oh, like you're you're a street guy. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant, like smart. I know the streets of my town. Yeah, There's yeah. Sunset yeah. and off of Sunset is Alvarado. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about the back of your hand? Have you guys looked at that recently? Holy smokes, mm. do I know it? I know it. <laughs> Mine's wrinkly and old ladyish. It's uh, I am on TikTok now. Speaking no. of old ladiness, what happened? Dancing, uh, lip syncing. What do you do? You're doing the dances my niece does. No, uh, though I do. I've decided that I uh, I got for Christmas. I got Animal Crossing, and I have uh, a lot of different reactions. And uh, so I've decided that I'm that that's what's going to be my personality on stage now is me just doing Animal Crossing <laughs> reactions. Viva! Can you? Ding. Anyway, flourish. <laughs> and, uh, I only know about a, it because there's a comedy show that is set inside the world of Animal Crossing. So I've seen Jenny the little cute version of me oh, doing stand up so and little, but I still don't know about the game. Is it like Sims? It is like Sims, okay. except for um, it's better looking. And yeah. it is, it is so, and so epically, it's Nintendo. So, um, it's it's just a it's essentially a dollhouse. You have uh, you have an island. You get to decorate it and terraform it, and you have neighbors and you get to meet them. And it is incredibly soothing. And the graphics are so gorgeous that I literally turned to Andy and I said, "Look at the sunset. We have we have windows. We have one. an outdoors that we could." It does it have other life things like can you get audited and divorced and everything in it too? No, what you're, about the hard times? Yeah, it's the hard times in this game. You're talking about Starview Valley, which is another game that is exactly like Animal oh, Crossing, okay. but uh, but has more drama. Oh. And uh, yeah, I just did a dork forest uh, about Star. I think it's called Starview Valley, and it was hilarious. Uh, it turns out the mayor is sleeping with uh, the carpenter lady and neither one of them are married, but for some reason there's secrecy. And, uh, <laughs> because that's the essence of romance. <laughs> Finally. 
finally <laughs> figured it out. The essence of Just romance sh- that I've realized with, because uh, I've, you know, here's the thing about quarantine is that I have never spent this much time home in 35 years. I have uh, been married for now 14, 15 years. Amazing. And have I spent <laughs> this, thank you. Have I spent this much time with another person? Like this the whole time? No. And uh so but it's been exciting. And I've I've realized that um because he's better at oh almost everything, I would say. And uh but he, one of the things he's I've I've taken up something that I've decided to call affection plagiarism. <laughs> where he'll do something nice for me and then later I'll remember it and think, I bet you he would like it. If I did that for him (laughs) and it turns out that might be what a successful relationship might be. Wait. Is that the secret to romance? <laughs> it might be. Copying? Copying. <laughs> completely cribbing <laughs> off of his Is sheet. he catching you? Because he'd it. be like, well, I just did this for you yesterday. <laughs> Trick stealing my... Exactly. Stealing. It turns out he doesn't mind it. He doesn't mind oh, also okay. being hugged. Or <laughs> when I go into the kitchen, I say, would you like something to drink? Yeah. I guess when you do nice things for people, they <laughs> rarely are asking what is the motivation. <laughs> no, no. He actually is such a good guy that he has. I don't think he I assume he doesn't have any motivation besides that he likes me. And my motivation is a little more complicated than that, because I genuinely like him and love him, of course. But it's also what am I supposed to be doing? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, I may not What's be my line right now. <laughs> Well, I know you are always comfortable with them because as I recall being in your place, you had two computers facing each other or the computers were back to back. So you were set up facing yeah. each other in an office situation, oh, like a Sounds cube like, situation. Is it still like that? You're playing playing uh, office. Uh huh. Yeah. We like to uh, gossip over by the water heater. OK, <laughs> so that's a sign that things have always been fine. <laughs> here's here's uh, what we tell built- you microwave fish. Yeah. And then I'll help <laughs> tuna. Who ate my yo play? Uh, so uh, the uh, this garage room that I'm in, we had this uh, added onto the garage uh, like last. They finished it last April. And so uh, it's it's we're very lucky. There are three different rooms to hide from each other and have Zoom events. Sure. Because he teaches. Uh, he designs video games for a living. And then he also uh, has another part time job where he where he he teaches at a tech school, the New York Film Academy, he teaches game design and wow. um, super fun and made him eligible for the vaccine. So because oh, yeah. uh, I should have been a teacher. <laughs> well, you could just volunteer. Uh, so, someone asked me if I wanted to volunteer to deliver things to the homeless. And I was like, I've been available to do that anytime the last. Fu- I've been. Yeah. You can send me on errands. I'm the youngest of six. I was born to run errands <laughs> for people. Uh, hey, go downstairs and get that thing. <laughs> OK. <laughs> yeah. That's the youngest job, always. Yeah. It's like, is there anything in it for me? Uh, eventually, when I was about 13, my my brother would send me like a three quarters of a mile to get him a soda because we didn't have any soda in the house. He's like, if you go down to the gas station and get me a soda, I'll buy you one. And so when I was like 11 or 12, I would do it for my soda. And then I would desperately try not to drink my soda by the time I was home. And then I handed him his soda. And uh, and. That's the end of that story. It's great. <laughs> well, I'm just glad to hear you delivered that soda because that's what you that was the agreement. That was the social agreement. He had given me a dollar. So I better not just be 
pocketing. I could have just pocketed the extra 50. Anyway, go ahead. Jackie, behind you, uh, is that a vision board? And if so, may we see it? Please. Or you don't have to share it. Or is this your pilot script? There might be sultry photos of... Oh. Here's what's happening, you guys. You guys are going to see the vision board. Uh, Yes. There is. It is. It is a vision board. And like, this is this is the career corner, you guys. Oh, you want to be on NPR? Jack? Look at all those yeah. stations. Was, you can do that. Or, or okay. BBC. What do you yeah, want to do for yeah. the BBC? I see that logo. <laughs> I would like nice. a special. I would like to okay. write things. Mm-hmm. I would like to be a cartoon voice for some of these programs. Oh, that's a, that. Steven Universe. I would love Steven. to do that as well. Yeah. Cartoon voices. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's very cool. It's so cool. fun. So, and then over here is uh, my family. I would love to see them again. You guys. Yes, yes. <laughs> how how <laughs> much? Your vision <laughs> photos of the family as a Dare reminder. to dream, Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm daring to dream. I would also like to sit in first class up here. Did you see yeah. this oh. on the Delta first the, class? Oh. I like how yeah. your vision board is a very attainable things because people tend to get a right. little lofty. But just she's a realist. Yeah, I'd like to see my family voiceover work. And there's a horse. Work. There's a horse on that vision board. <laughs> yeah, I like is. seeing it. Yeah. There's yeah. a. Ho- I drew that horse because yeah, I, I couldn't find a picture of a horse, and then a picture beautiful. of a dog. Get this. We got a dog. It's, yes, the vision pull board that is, thing down. It's coming to fruition. <laughs> That's Jackie. it. Wait, I should get it off the. I'm getting okay, Gordy the dog is with us. Is, Put something. Is else that a blue there. whale, Jackie? Don't wish for a whale, for Christ's sake! It's you, a sailboat. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. What are you, the guy from Jewel uh, <laughs> Jewel of the Nile? Oh, <laughs> I couldn't remember romancing uh, the you, stone, so I you, mentioned the like less the, popular sequel. I would like to be more bendy. Do you guys see that? Do you guys? see oh. I would like to be more, and, oh, and I would like ready, to get my yeah. wind up. Wind up. <laughs> you mean you want to start stretching? I got to get my wind up. <laughs> also working on my footwork because I'm now an old timey boxer. Okay. Well, yeah, you got to work on that footwork if you're going to be on TikTok. Kids want right. to see Jackie's you move. Just stand up. It's, I, I cut. Uh, yeah. I've uh, I've cut old stand up clips and done one minute stand up clips, and, and it turns them. out. Yeah. You post it. It's so much work. Yeah. It's so much work that when anyone doesn't like it, I literally follow them back to there and block them. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) I spent an hour on that clip. You can fuck right off. Yeah, you're right. I should do what you're doing. Can I borrow your vision board? You can take off your family from it, of course. That'd be weird if I I honestly, I want to say, though, thank you for sharing your vision board, because if you somehow spotted Chris my vision board behind me I would be like get away because I have I had things on there where I was like a cherry tree I was very vague I kind of didn't know what I was doing and then there was a picture of Philip Seymour Hoffman (laughs) I saw it recently when I moved and I was like I think I need to get rid of this thing Um, but it was too it was a little too I almost think I was doing more of a design page for like a room I wanted to move into (laughs) as opposed to actually goals for myself but that's very private yeah I went I went out on a limb and I'm like I should not have brought up the vision board. I will say this is that uh, when I because Bamford has been trying to get me to do a vision board for 20 odd years. <laughs> Ron Funches, I went on his getting better and he was like, just do it. And so and then and I and I did it. And it was actually a super emotional experience because I decided not to lie. 
And hey. uh, <laughs> I was like, why would I lie on my own fucking piece of tag board? <laughs> You're like, Here, I like this stuff. Here. Nobody's Here. looking at it. Though I will say that Andy saw it so much that he finally said, do you want a dog? Oh, that's and I said, great. I do want a dog, but he's we've never gotten a dog because he, we've always had this iguana and the iguana passed away like two years ago. Twenty three years oh, old. Yeah. So sorry. Well, that's fine. Uh, and he was holding his hand when he died. Oh, you're kidding. No. And yeah. it, it's called a hand. It was it looked like a fucking hand to me. It was uh, he looked like a little man. Yeah. He looked like yeah. A little man. Sure. Yeah. He iguana. Did. Little yeah. insurance salesman. He was holding his <laughs> That is pretty cute. And he did put a shamrock hat on him once oh, in February. Could yeah. not have been more furious. I'll never forget the day uh, my sister and I made a tiny coffin for my frog and buried oh. him in the backyard. It's good to go through human-like ceremonies. Ritual. Passing yeah. Sure, what the heck? A little bit of a ritual? Yeah. And then sure. so uh, so Andy said I could get a dog, and then he, then he said, but you have to be the one to pull the trigger and say, we're going to get the dog. And so, um, and now we have Gordy the dog, who we got at yeah. the pound three weeks That's ago. Was there pressure Did you name it? to get a dog that looked like you're drawing? <laughs> uh, no. Does that look like a dachshund to me? Did you get a dachshund? Sorry, that dog doesn't match. We, he's just a little, uh, he's he's actually some sort of kind of a chihuahua Pekingese. He's, uh, we had a choice of chihuahua mixes or pit bull mixes. Yeah. And I have never had a dog before. Andy's had dogs this entire yeah, life. Yeah, neither have I. And I was like, I would like a smaller dog sure. in case wrestling must be involved. Yeah. I would like to be taller and stronger than whatever dog. <laughs> Always win the dog wrestling match. Yeah. Right. And so, so Gordy is eight years old and, uh, and he is a gentleman. <laughs> he is incredibly what a good sport. He seems we've only had him three weeks, so uh, he has the potential to be very bossy. Uh, mm. But I think that that might just be a dog trait where and he's only had one other family and the family moved uh, and he's eight years old. And um, and so he's fit in pretty well. We have a backyard so he can he can. But he, and but he likes to go for uh I, I, you know, when I was doing the road all the time, I used to do this thing called hotel art, where I would show the art in my hotel room. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I was we, on an episode of that. <laughs> you were, you were at the Airbnb did, near. Tibet. Yes, you did a great job. <laughs> thank you, thank and, you. Uh, Some of my better. And so now I'm just doing Gordy Patrol. <laughs> Here's what I don't have any dog materials. Uh, Kill Martin was telling me that everybody got a quarantine dog and now everybody has dog material. But I don't really I do have a question. Do dogs not have is it just Gordy or do dogs not have butt cheeks? Like I'm walking this dog and I'm going to I'm going to stare at his asshole, I guess, for the next yeah. 10 years. It's just yeah. kind of the hole. There's no, you know, like with a rhinoceros or something, there's a human like bulbous ass. And I've always appreciated that with, with a dog. <laughs> it's just a tail covering up an exit hole. There's but no usually and depending on the breed of dog, the tail usually stays down unless there's something, some action taking place. Yeah. So oh, it's not like Gordy cats. is happy. So he's tail up. Wagging his whole butt, and so I'm just staring into his butt for <laughs> for the whole walk. Yeah, I and guess that's, you'll that's just, fine. You'll have to get okay. used. You know to what? That. 
Uh, what I'd yeah. say is speed up, get get in front of Gordy a little bit. <laughs> then you can change your view. I was like, why don't you look at my butthole? Why don't you do that? Yeah, check, check this shit check, out. Check out this rear end, buddy. <laughs> and uh, see how happy. Get a competitive. Yeah, yeah see how happy say, I am. That's one of the things I've never, I loved having cats my whole life and the dogs that I've been around. But uh, my, looking at their butthole constantly was never my favorite. It's just well, the thing you have to get. I, I think it's, you're both saying it as if it's required. It and I swear to God, I've looked at both of my dog's buttholes maybe three times total. You yeah. don't have to look at it's it. You can look away. So look you away. sense other when, stuff the, to look at. when the BH is going to be present and you just look BH. at something else. You just, and then you're just like, <laughs> I'm hypnotized. <laughs> it's um i was uh mine was just a passing comment i'm just hoping i was just wondering about uh well, cheeks i didn't i don't know a lot I'm about fixated on it dogs. now so your passing comment has become my all new right. passion and now so all let's let's talk about other things i drew a horse and i uh, i cut out a picture of a sailboat do you want well, a sailboat of, have you sailed what jackie wants is to be a billionaire yes. that's clear <laughs> she is she wants to dominate the stock market she wants to discover uh, a vein of gold. If you like, guys had a billion dollars, and I have been thinking about this because of Jeff Bezos' wife, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was thinking, if I had a billion dollars, I literally, there is, I live in Van Nuys, I can't have a horse. Right. No. Uh, really would not go with our 966 square ho- foot house. No, you'd have to keep uh, it in Malibu. Yeah, and the sailboat. Yeah. Uh, so I want to pet a horse and maybe ride one and maybe learn to ride. And I wouldn't mind learning to sail, which uh, can be done if you volunteer when we're back in, you know, being social. You can volunteer to crew on other people's sailboats here in, in like in Long Beach and stuff and you learn to sail that way. There's a lot to and, it. I've sailed a, a few times and uh, with people that knew what they were doing. And it's. It's hard. I mean, you all of a sudden the wind changes. You have to move. You have to <laughs> untie everything and move the sail. And yeah. it's Dacking. it's a bunch of people running around. There's poles. You could get knocked into the water and then and then killed I by once, dolphins. <laughs> we once I, I was on a catamaran uh, on in the Atlantic once and it tipped over. And the guy that I was sailing with um he knew how to sail. And he said, what we do is we climb up onto the back of the thing and then we both grab a rope and we lean into it and using our weight, we pop it back up. And I was like, that makes sense. Yeah. The rope that I grabbed was not a rope. I grabbed a bungee cord. So I was like a, te- a tree falling over into the ocean again. <laughs> and he laughed for almost 40 seconds. You fell in the ocean? I always fall in the ocean. Uh, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm, I am not a gazelle. This, uh, this is, uh, there's the illusion of, I actually on the inside think that I'm much more athletic, taller, better looking, stronger, <laughs> faster. I'm the six million dollar woman. I think I'm blonde. I have no idea what I look like. So Zoom has been quite a revelation for me. <laughs> Zoom is a, pr- a pretty big disappointment, I think, for all of us. For in terms of what we look like, in terms of our uh, our timing, which is uh, that's the thing that's really going to when we're all back 
together again? Mm-hmm. Will the, will like interrupting continue? Will it not starting stopping? I mean, it's the fucking worst I conversation. I think yeah, mm-hmm. we're all gonna have impeccable timing now because we're all paying attention to it. <laughs> just hypersensitive and exactly yeah. when. I'm people sorry. Stop were you about to talk? <laughs> I'm just passing oh. by. I don't know you. Oh, okay. I don't know. But I get the sense that you've got a good idea, <laughs> so I'm gonna hold back. I'm hold back. Yeah, I didn't Nine. know I had aged yeah. uh, until this year because of all the Zoom. I don't have a lot of mirrors, uh, but yeah, right. Zoom I don't really have any, yeah. leave it to me. And you, you could put that, you could slide that thing to remove all so- sense of aging to actually remove your nose. It just gets rid of your face entirely. Um, really, there's Voldemort the screen. <laughs> it's just two holes, there's like a, a snake a, or your nose looks snake awesome. filter, snake filter. Yes, and. <laughs> So Ophira Eisenberg has the greatest bit about Zoom or did about nine months ago. It was about her four-year-old child who was acting up. She put him in a corner and literally after 20 or 30 seconds, she said that he yelled, uh, unmute me. (laughs) Such a great line. I thought I'd get a bigger. really happen. Oh, it better have happened. Come on. (laughs) Four-year-olds repeat all kinds of things. (laughs) There was somebody that said there's a a kid that said that uh, believes he's watched so many YouTube videos that um, he he ends every interaction with family members by saying like and subscribe. (laughs) Oh, that's the best. See that that I don't believe. And that uh, (laughs) that's just a well-crafted joke. Nothing's believable. Yeah, I'm just like nothing is believable anymore. We're not around each other. <laughs> the natural hilariousness of life has become uh, doubtful. You know, it, there there is trouble. It's uh, I do feel bad for the people <laughs> with kids who are There's beating themselves up. <laughs> who are there's all these people that are beating themselves up, and I'm like, kids still alive. And did you ever spend a year with your parents? Uh, no, oh God. no. These kids are gonna. Close. These kids are gonna grow up, and they'll be like. No, I spent like a year and a half right. They were right there the whole time. Yep. And uh, and I this is another bit I'm working on. I don't have any conversation, you guys. Uh, so <laughs> this is what we need you to. Yeah. OK, fair enough. Fill the time. Jeff. <laughs> anyway, so uh, content. the uh, <laughs> content, Jackie, Jackie, Jackie Cation content provider. <laughs> so uh, but the when I was a kid, they literally I remember when they invented the term quality time. It was in yep. the it was in the seventies, and my stepmother, stepmother of six children, I genuinely remember her saying to me, "We can't afford quality time. <laughs> we can only afford quantity time, and that's what you're, you'll get some nuggets. It'll be fine." Yep. And because she did try to artificially create, she was like, "Quality time, okay. You, none of you ever see your father because he literally was like, I got married so I wouldn't have to raise these kids.' And um, so, but he, she, she made him take us each to breakfast on a Sunday. She's like, "Take each kid to breakfast on a, a six weeks in a row, and then they'll get an hour and a half with you, and that'll be fun." And they won't be drug addicts. Right, right, right. Quality time. Quality time. Too late. Uh, Some (laughs) of my brothers already drug addicts. And... uh, but then they're nice and high at breakfast, and that's fun, too. Yeah. That is fun. My father, I was the youngest, and so I was probably nine, eight or nine years old, and he took me to breakfast, and I remember him being visibly bored. <laughs> 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 uh, 
That is so great. <laughs> I remember being in the car with my dad because he was uh, being a fireman. He would be on for three days, off for four oh, right. days or whatever. So my mom and my mom worked all every day. So um, he would when he was home, it was like he was the housewife. It was really funny. So you'd just be all, I was just always in the car with him running errands, going to Yardbirds. It seemed like that was the only <laughs> thing we ever did was go to the hardware store. And uh, I but I was always just like, you know, good. It's good times and I'm getting attention and whatever and I remember one time often actually my dad would just go okay that's enough talking (laughs) (laughs) just shut you down yeah just you can't keep asking me whatever question comes into your head just that's yeah we didn't do that at all with my family I think I was close to my parents but I we didn't even talk during dinner you just silently eat as fast (laughs) as you can and then you go (laughs) to your section of the house one time I stayed with Matt Bronger's parents during one of the first Bridgetown festivals, I slept in their basement because there wasn't enough of a hotel budget for me, but I had fun. And we they had a time during the day when they would sit in the living room and talk about their day. And it was like a planned thing at four o'clock. We're going to talk. And I thought that maybe I was in trouble for coming home late or something. But no, they just sat in the living room and had a very healthy, loving talk. And I'm like, what? this is so foreign to me. Because it was yeah, planned yeah. and I was nervous for it. And they asked me about my day as a visiting family member. <laughs> wow. It was really uh, a healthy thing. But I had that's I awesome. realized. That oh, that's well, awesome. My family was like that at dinner. You that's that's when everybody was asked about their day. That's when everybody complained about their individual jobs, teachers, whatever. And and then we would also sometimes just sit there after dinner and just keep on sitting at the table laughing and making jokes because I think my dad was from this job gigantic Irish family where basically that's what they did. Yeah. Right. That, that was kind of like the set. Um, that's how we learned because my mom didn't really have a family. So we just kind of did what my dad's family did. Yeah. And right. it was really lovely. It's so it was weird. very yeah. good. It's so weird. The, the family that you adopt of like the sort of the different customs. We, yep. we sat at the table. My dad would literally go around the table and you had a, it was a, it was, I'm really good at open mic because of it, because you had a minute and a half to make it interesting. Then it's moving on. And my brother Russ always <laughs> nailed it. It was very irritating. And he was like, how come he always gets to tell his stories? Like he's got the best pitch. And yeah. uh, so well, he's now just, I'm remembering that I was, I was, uh, they had me put on shows, usually puppet shows or something. And I would hide oh. behind the table and do a performance. And that was planned. So maybe we all have our version of it. Yeah. 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 Okay. I didn't want to make There's... it sound like my parents were unattentive. I did. Well, puppet but you're shows. probably comp- you're comparing it to the Brongers. And that's it. what they were doing was very high level. There was classical Quaker. music playing that's... in the background during this meeting. Yeah, <laughs> They're, They were they were wow. doing Quaker shit. At yeah. The yes. yeah. That feels that feels real strong. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was healthy. It, highly religious. Feels very Judeo Christian. No, I think sure. we talk some smack about the big G. <laughs> <laughs> they got some comics together to talk shit on God. Let's do this. Yeah. It's the Brongers talk circle. I want to. I actually be... had. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Oh, see, there's an example, right? That was classic. Uh, and then I'm gonna like, I'm gonna like have a stomach. It was you. It was like you were having a show. polite contest, and you both tied. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, uh, I'm sorry. I was just we're having. Now I'm sorry. I was, 
I was having memories that both of you were there for uh, 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 thinking about Bridgetown comedy festivals, where at the time I was like, oh, I shouldn't be here. I'm too old and I'm a guitar comic or whatever weird shit I was deciding about myself. And I'm literally sitting in my house like, remember the time we were all at the warehouse party afterwards and then a train came like, yeah, <laughs> just like remember the breakfast where then we all ended up being in the same restaurant at the same time, like as if it were the most gorgeous golden year yeah. memories. Right. Like and we were on like, Mykonos and it was a yeah. threesome. <laughs> I, yeah, I, none of that was happening. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I miss everything. I I was invited to a party the other day uh, in my neighborhood because it was all a group of friends that are all service industry and they've had their vaccinations. And I was like, I thought it would be like Thanksgiving with them where we'd be in the backyard. But I showed up and it was a it was an apartment full of people high fiving and hugging because they had had their vaccinations. And I. Yeah. I was like, wow, I'm I was horrified. And I yeah. and I didn't go in. I And I felt like a weirdo. But I'm just it's so funny how not used to it. I am. We just all got used to like because literally now uh, when I when I got the shot, I was like, well, now there's no excuse not to go anywhere that I've wanted to go to this whole year. But now I'm scared. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm it turns out I hate change. I just I do. I I didn't want it to change this way. And now I don't want it to change this way. Right. I mean, I'm glad for the new administration that I'm very happy about. And it's good that there's a choice. But I have I'm Jackie. I'm just like you where I'm in this house and early on in in this quarantine, I was just like this could last six months this could last four years we're gonna get through this and we're not gonna go crazy we're not going to go crazy so (laughs) i have that thing now where i'm so i'm so braced that it's gonna take me it's probably gonna take me a good three four months just to be like yeah you know even if i'm vaccinated or whatever just to kind of be like we're doing it we're socializing again i mean the couple times people would come over it was really nice for a little while and then it was then i was just like i have it now i have it (laughs) now i fucking have it yeah uh before quarantine you you had me for 45 minutes yeah (laughs) now you have me for 15 to 20 like i literally have met maria and my friend carmen and other people outside and at about 15 or 20 minutes i'm like all right yeah, we're done sitting around. I can't <laughs> offer you anything to eat or drink. Yeah. You gotta go. And me too. Yeah. But I like that 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 everyone understands. There's no. It's yeah, like, I gotta go, and everyone's like, I understand. They really yeah. do. Everybody is pretty sane about the whole thing. Yeah, no but- one judged me for not wanting to go into that apartment. They understood. That's cool. Well, especially if they're all vaccinated and you're not. Yeah. That's like what? That's no. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that means it's safe for me. I think it can still you can. Still, yeah, have they it can on still you. carry it, right? Yeah. That's and what I thought. Okay, good. I'm glad. Also, I think it don't pre celebrate 
like the whole point of like, wait, get your vaccination, get your second vaccination, then go celebrate when there's like a real thing. But if you pre-celebrate or start making it's the same people like the people that never stopped going places and never wore masks or whatever. It's just like this was a real accomplishment, you know, <laughs> yeah. Having, like quarantining, staying home, yeah. doing what was best. Yes, it was a choice. Some people didn't make it because they're fucking selfish, whatever. But I did. So it's like. Uh, you don't know, stop and now, now that we're at the 11th hour. Yeah. I'm not going to go be like, oh, you're vaccinated. Let's hang out because I it would be it would be so infuriating yeah. to get it truly at like it, and two minutes at the last midnight minute. yeah. on the on the vaccination clock. I would yeah. go and getting sick while in you, line for the shot. <laughs> do you guys know, did they have vaccines for the 1918s flu, the Spanish flu, they called it? Did they vaccinate for that? Was I that a vaccine? I think they did. I mean, I think eventually they did. Because I know that I saw an old timey ad where they wanted everyone to wear masks and everyone in 1918 was like, fuck you. Yeah, we don't tyranny. even have cloth. We've always been like this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, mm, I, yeah. I could only ask my great grandma and she unfortunately passed at 101 years old. Of COVID. <laughs> yeah, it was very sudden. She saw three <laughs> centuries, three centuries. Born in the late 1800s, lived into the 2000s. Wow. Wow. But yeah, I think that she knew about that Spanish impressive. flu. Mm hmm. But we'll never we'll know. We'll never know. What Was it your dad's mom? Uh, my, uh, my dad's, yeah, grandma. Yeah. Your dad's grandma. Yeah. Maybe someone on his side of the family knows. <sighs> I kind of want to ask. We could just Google it. I'll be over here. <laughs> <laughs> I've been meaning to Google it for like two days. Oh, anyone listening to this right now has Googled it. And I right, will right. get the, the answer sure. on Twitter in a week. <laughs> yeah. Or they're screaming it right now. Yeah. That's just, the, yeah. the, the joy of podcast, listening to podcasts yeah. is that knowing is. something that no one will listen to you. <laughs> Uh, the Dork Forest, I get a, a three to five paragraph um, actually uh, almost every week. <laughs> uh, but uh, we just I just did one with Kyle Ayers about St. Vincent, which I thought was a thrift store. It turns out it's a band. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, so it's a, a yeah, lady a woman. Yeah. 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 It's a it's a it's a person. It's music. It's I not, enjoy. I like saying that's Vincent. that's what Kyle yeah, Ayers said. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And um. But it's also the name of my grammar school and high school. Oh, wow. And local parish. So, you know, she wasn't the first. All one no. building? Uh, no, but sprinkled about sure. the town. Do you, yeah. do you, have you guys seen that the church that uh, Bob Hope's infidelity built over on Lancashire <laughs> yeah. and Moore Park? Yeah. Karen that's, knows that's, a lot about Bob Hope. And it's that, like the, that's my area uh, to look like adjacent, baby. Ask oh, me anything. That is, is I was there used to be a steak place over there called the Steak Joint with a Y, <laughs> and I used to drink too much over there. Of I would you did. I pretended because I lived on Whipple. I lived one block over, and um, I pretended that I was going out for dinner every night, like Rockefeller. <laughs> and it turns out I would sit at the bar and just drink. <laughs> and um, and th there was a guy at the bar who told me that 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 church, which literally is the size of a cathedral, yeah. is every time he would have an affair, Bob Hope would donate to that church. And it has a, an auditorium and a basketball court and yeah. a curate's house. Wait, as as a... And the whole front of it is has that like, uh, it's like a 
like a Rococo front <laughs> that's this insane sculptive, like it almost looks like something that would be in Madrid. Right. But it's, it's gorgeous. But it's right there on Moore Park. It's right there on Moore Park in Lancashire. So, yeah. so Bob Hope, as a version of confession, would donate when he felt bad for his infidelities? Uh, he had a deal with his wife because his wife was Catholic. And oh, was she was in on it. Okay. She was totally in on it. Oh, my and, God. Uh, and also across from his <laughs> compound, there was an empty lot that she supposedly always threatened to build a convent. And then they oh, both yes. died. Mm-hmm. And then their children were like, uh, this piece of property is worth a gajillion dollars. Let me yes. sell it. And so it um, came to pass. Wow. I actually got to go. To, and so it came to pass. I got to go to <laughs> brag, brag. I got to go to Bob Hope's house because I w- did do the very last Bob Hope Young Comedian special. Oh, cool. Um, you did? In I didn't know this. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. This And I did it with everyone on it. Margaret Smith, Sue Kalinske. <gasps> um, it was it was everybody was 15 years older than me and had do, been doing stand up and late night sets for 20 years longer than me. Right. And then I was just kind of there like, hey, what's up? Like, it was <laughs> hilarious. I clearly was like, it just kind of shoved in there. It was really funny, but they were, everyone was so nice. Margaret and Sue were so nice to me because I was like, oh, they're going to hate my guts for not being like, basically, who am I to get and, yeah. this? And they were so lovely. Good. Every single comic that was on it was awesome. Um, and um, Alan Thicke was on it. Phyllis Diller was the co-host. What? It was epic. And we <laughs> yeah. got to go like I got to meet and talk to Phyllis Diller for the day as we shot this wow. young comedian special. It was really cool. And um, but one of the things we did, which was like for um like a promo shoot where they took photos or whatever, it's and the outfit I'm wearing makes no sense. <laughs> it's like it's one of those things where clearly I was struggling with the drinking problem. I couldn't get <laughs> like good tights. I couldn't get the right color tights to match with the skirt that I picked. You know, there was like that kind of stuff was like Karen. <sighs> yeah. But it tough 90s, the 90s. difficulties. 90s yeah. were hard anyway. When uh, th- I don't feel like early stand-up shows, there was enough costuming input. No, my premium blend. I clearly did my own hair. Yeah, and <laughs> the person who did my makeup usually did drag queens. Yeah, and yeah. I, I wore was a blouse. A I wore Eddie Gosling's wife's. Bl- <laughs> I didn't have a button-up shirt, and I took out the Velcro shoulder pads. And, and oh my god! But you can't oh, tell. Well. It's just a silk shirt. But yeah, you can tell. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, nah. I on my on the the Buster's Happy Hour, which was my first like full set. VH1 really broke so much fresh uh, young comedy in the nineties. Um, the I had the same exact thing, Jackie, and I wonder if it was the same um, makeup artist when she was done with my face. I used to do this in my act, but I truly looked like a Romanian <laughs> sex worker. It was like purple. I had purple, too, blue and like yellow eyeshadow where I was bright, like, what did bright. you do? It was insanity. How was anyone going to pay attention to the joke hole uh, when right. my eyes are <laughs> when sparkly? This shit is going on. I was <laughs> so stressed and scared to be on TV for my premium blend that I developed a cherry tomato sized blemish right by my oh. joke hole. It was right by my mm. mouth and they just covered it with Makeup, but Lots. it was still casting a shadow <laughs> down my chin. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, you I was so worried about that the whole time. The whole my, time I was doing stand-up is I John Liner's horrible. John Liner's comedy you can't on the tell road. About the zit, and I swear you can't tell him wearing a blouse. 
Okay. Yeah. John Biter, so John Biter's comedy on the road, I, for some reason, uh, was dressed as the ghetto child that I was, where I ha- I was literally wearing my brother's suit coat that I had to roll <laughs> up the sleeves. That is, oh, no. a, that is a clip that is on my Twitter feed from my <laughs> pinned tweet because uh, for some reason I found that footage and I'm like, this joke isn't very good. I look ridiculous and let's put it up. Yeah, uh, I need content, you guys. You did, <laughs> so, content. Are you transferring stuff content. from VHS then? That was on VHS, right? Yeah, yeah. I brought it to a guy who was willing to, I was like, this is going to cost so much money. And he was like, no, like $35. And I was like, oh, I have $35. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I should awesome. do that I too. Do that. I have all many, many tapes. But then I would be afraid that I would watch it and think, oh, I don't want anyone to watch me be bad at I something. Th- I think I have uh, Karen Kilgariff on Late Friday, the thing that Lisa Langang booked. Right? Oh, that's right. I uh, but the audio sucks we did, for some reason. Well, I mean, I wasn't the greatest. I hosted that and I did it with um, Mary Lynn doing girls' guitar. Yeah. Which every once in a while I'll see a clip of that and I'm like, oh, I'm glad that got captured at some point. Yeah. yeah. That almost that was a, such a strange, fleeting time that it almost is like, did we do that? And you, it's right, like right. so crazy. Did you? Did you do a pilot for that also? I think that's what in the laugh stop in Houston, there was one VHS tape and I didn't know you yet, Karen. And there was a girls guitar club. That's a short film that Ruben Fleischer shot. And he went on to be a very successful director. Uh, I think um, he he made Zombieland. Oh, Oh, wow. And he's made a bunch of other stuff yeah. and done stuff for TV. But when this was before he ever made anything and he just wanted to do stuff. And he was friends with Mary Lynn and I met him through Mary Lynn. And he was like, can we please just do it? It's just, you know, it'll be good for promotion and da da da. So he basically like forced us to write this kind of script that isn't really a script and it was yeah and we and so we had the girls guitar club short film that is one of the strangest it's um, i loved it i'm not kidding i watched it more than once because it was the only tape and there was a little tv vcr in the green room and i was so he that guy had me headlining way before i should have been same. And I'd be so nervous. Same. And he was such a fan of you guys. And I, uh, was that guy still booking stuff? Who, who Mark Babbitt. No, I think he went in the oh, hotel yeah. business. Yeah. Yeah. He was the best, though. He really was so kind. And like, yeah, to me, he, he, that's to the you story. Me, I have. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. The week I went there to headline um, every night, I would get off stage and there would be uh, Houston comics that would be in the bar kind of standing around yeah. like to let me know it wasn't they weren't totally on board with what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. And I was so, just oh. like, I don't care. And that there was the time that the guy came up and was like, yeah, you did okay. Yeah, that was fine. Oh. It was like that kind of thing. Yeah. And then I'm like, what do you do for a living? And he goes, I'm a balloon comic. <laughs> and then I was just like, well, okay. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> just, I can't, I, I'm doing so many Zoom shows that I'm actually working more space work. You guys, you guys, I just. Oh, what is that? A swivel chair or are you hovering? That's amazing. It's a swivel chair. I will sometimes do some space work on the Zoom. Sometimes I'll get real close, real close to the camera. uh, And then other times uh, I'll stand up like I'm and I'll pretend that I'm uh, doing stand up comedy. Have you ever done one of these shows, Jackie, where you don't have a mic and you suddenly are very, very aware of your hands and what you should do? (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's uh, like sometimes when the when the mic has gone out. And you could either keep the bike in your hand and then 
220 people know that you need it as a crutch. Yeah. Or you could just put it back in the mic stand and just open yourself up. Yeah. Which, yeah. It always takes me like five to 10 minutes to decide to do that. But many times, yeah, the mic has broken for some reason and I keep it in front of my face because it's my security blanket. Right. Right. And it, um, on Conan, they always wanted you to use a lav. And you're like, uh, it's hard enough being on television. If yeah. I could just have a mic as well, yeah. it'll make me feel a little bit better about oh, myself. Oh, they asked me on Conan, do you want a mic? Or if the, And I was like, microphone, please. Thank you. And a stool yes. for no reason. I'm doing yeah. five to seven minutes. It can't yeah. possibly be needed. Uh, <laughs> but let me have my props. Please. I, I need my security blankie. So... <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I uh, mm. I I think it's good though. I think it's good to use uh, your space and become aware of it. We're going to come out of well, this so be, talented, you guys. Yes, I was going to say to be challenged. I mean, I've done a couple. Jackie, thank you by the way for you asked me to do your the comedy shows that you do, and it really does mean a lot to me. I'm always just like, no one wants to hear the dumb <laughs> tweets that I've tried to pretend were jokes, but uh, they um, desperately do. <laughs> but well, I I want to do it again someday. Okay. I really, oh, yeah, yeah. I really do. Allow so me to lower the stakes. Allow me to lower <laughs> the stakes and tell you that my Sunday afternoon show uh, is nothing but essentially twenty to sixty people who have seen me work on the same hour. Yeah. For 11 months. <laughs> yeah. Literally going, that's a lot tighter, Jackie. It's yeah. coming right along. I'm doing the and I'm same like... thing in a, in a private facility with a stage. I'm, do, I'm, I'm saying the same ideas over and over, and some of them still aren't jokes. Well, uh, to some, the same people. Yeah. To the same people. Yeah. And the, to, the people are incredibly supportive. They're very nice. I, I'm doing six guest sets. It started out, I was just doing one guest set back last March. Now, Everybody gets like seven to ten. I get to hang out with six comics I want to hang out with. Uh, yeah. Actually, five. And then I just let two newer people who have emailed me to because they're comics. And they're like, hey, you have a show. Can I do it? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll put you on the list. And truly, is it like this? Yeah, like it's just this. Th- it's just this. And, and then there's there's 60 people and about 12 to 20 of them are unmuted. And so they laugh and, and you can and you and can, can be trusted and can be trusted. And you can say, Ruben, are you getting stoned again? Yeah. Oh, good for you, buddy. <laughs> and, uh, and he just blazes up. And uh, <laughs> can you see him? Yeah. They got their cameras oh, on and they got their mics on. And most people are just literally they're just they're just sitting there watching stand up comedy laughing. And then the wow. people who are doing their dishes or have their dogs or you know, the kids or something, they've turned their cameras off. I don't care. It's like they're sitting in the dark in the theater. And um, and if it's loud, they've got their mics off and they're incredibly well trained. And they wow. all and they all send me five dollars. That's what it costs. I'm like, send me five dollars. It just weeds out any sort of Zoom bombs. Yeah, yeah. Because True. 14 year olds are being created every day and they're yeah. genius. <laughs> they're still <laughs> making those. Everywhere. All of all across this land. Mm-hmm. Oh, that doesn't sound bad at all. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah, you're Maybe both. You're that. both welcome to do a set this very Sunday at noon. Noon. Think, yeah. Think about it. Yeah, because it's okay. nice because that's eight o'clock in London, and ten, <laughs> and ten o'clock in Switzerland. Yeah, it's like, and it's like, like nine a.m. Want to do Is it? That part of your BBC Vision Board to do to do prime yes. in London. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm trying to get international. My vision board has voiceover and it has international and it has a Jackie Cation comedy festival that I want to do one day. <laughs> <laughs>
Chris, are you going to do it this Sunday at noon? Uh, yes. I, I'll I don't email believe you both I'm golfing. And, I've been and, golfing nonstop, but not usually on weekends. So, And, I, and you can also bail in the 11th hour. Well, let me lower the... Because <laughs> Bamford often says yes and then bails. Ron Funches says yes. And then he's like, actually, I'm playing a video game. Uh, you know, Baron Vaughn has two babies. <laughs> so Does like he? People, wow. Does he? Yeah, right. And so, I mean, like people say yes, and then something might happen where they're, you know, they have to go shovel sand or something. I don't know what they have to do. But it's, (laughs) I know the importance. Yeah, I don't take it personally. Oh, Kill Martin was going to do it and it was at night, but she couldn't do it. She was like, I would normally say yes automatically, but I need to see this Oprah thing. And I was like, <laughs> what Oprah thing? The Meghan Markle yes, interview. Yes, it was the yeah. Meghan Markle Did you guys interview. watch that, Meghan Markle, speaking of your BBC visions? No. Was it like Bridgerton? No. Did they explain <laughs> about ejaculation? I've just seen highlights <laughs> from it. but uh, it How was, long was it? It was just more uh, highlights of Oprah's reactions. That's, that's <laughs> what I've watched. It's all they've all been people have recut it in the most hilarious Mm -hmm. ways where there's because it's shot in her Montecito, Uh, um, you know, estate. Yeah, Um, there's I saw a a recut where people start sneaking in and it's some it's a scene from a movie that the children know, but I didn't recognize. (laughs) So it's like they're doing it. And then like the reactions are real of them going like that. And then like there's like a bunch of teenage girls that walk in through the bushes and like but these bitchy looks on their faces and it's the funniest thing i've ever seen that just like people just keep recutting it in that way oh, i would watch that i actually don't care I, I, uh, yeah i'm I not guess pro monarchy either it's just it so many out. people were talking about it that yes uh, it sounded scandalous well it's, it's good it's a good thing to discuss and then if it's just right for immediate because it, it's become that thing where like you know, nobody wants to do it about the Super Bowl or the Oscars anymore because we've just done it now yeah. so much. But then when something like that comes up, it's like fresh meat for those Twitter parodies. Well, I, I want to yeah. read about it and whistle down. And read about it what? And <laughs> it's a Bridgerton. Oh, my God. I gotta, watch, <laughs> I gotta watch Bridgerton. I've been putting it it's on. It's very pretty. It's beautiful. It's very pretty. It's gorgeously shot. And it's really compelling. I mean, I thought she I thought. Shonda Rhimes nailed that shit so well. It was great. Yes. Except there, for the one thing where I was just like, can we can we not have this be the plot? Make six. There's six books. There's nine Bridgerton siblings. Wow. <laughs> yeah. There's it's Anthony is A. B is Benedict. C is uh Chad. That's not true. I forget. <laughs> Chad. Chadwick. Chad. You know Chad Bridgerton. <laughs> he went to the junior high, but then he left. It's Colin. High. Remember Colin? You know. It's Colin. And then it's Daphne, and then it's like Eloise, and then it's fuck. Okay. <laughs> and then fucking, which is one of the other leads. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck it's, a, Bridgerton. it's a big part of the show. It's oh, like another sibling. Well, I've, no, I've never heard it. I got it. I got, I'll watch it right after we're done. Give it a shot. It's fun. There's it's no fun way times. we've been do, going an hour and 12 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. How is that possible? It, it's been great. Because it's Jackie Cation, and that's why we have her. Wow. It's, because Thanks for having talk, me. It's just great to see season. you. Damn. It's, it's great nice to, to see you, too. I always feel like I'm the cop kick, kicking everyone out of the party when I'm like, <laughs> oh, look at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but like we said, you know, during quarantine, you just have people are like, oh, I understand. Mm-hmm. Chris has yeah. to get to his no, Bridgerton and make his chicken parmesan that he's 
I'm busy watching some the Great British Pottery throw. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I love it. Hi. It is good. Please, is it um, called the Great British Pottery Throw? <laughs> something. Throw oh down. That. Throw yeah. down. That's I, it. Throw yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I very much will watch it. It's if on it's HBO anything Max. like the baking. It is not really, but trying. And uh, the best thing on HBO Max, actually, is a is a weird sitcom called Ghosts. And uh, it's only <laughs> 25, 30 minutes. There's only two seasons. And it is about this weird British Did couple you? who inherits a mansion. And it's fucking haunted and has been. So all the people like there's six ghosts one is a caveman one's a member of parliament with no pants and there's it's adorable <laughs> is this new or is this from this sound it's like... it's it's new it's last three or four years wow two seasons I love it. is it british it's british have you ever heard of the show Beforeners? No. It's, I believe Swedish or Norwegian. And it is, it's called Beforeners. I believe it's also HBO Max because it's uh, like HBO Europe. Yeah. And it is such a good plot. Like there's, it's a cop procedural, but it's also almost like sci-fi where people who are, it's similar to what you're just saying. There's uh, like Cro-Magnons sh start showing up. <laughs> It's Crow Magnons, people from the like uh Crow Magnons, people that are from like the twelve hundreds, okay. and then people from this the sixteen hundreds. And and they all start appearing in the sea. Funny. And then they have to go get rescued and brought, and then suddenly they're the new immigrants right. of of the country. <laughs> and it be it's like it's so brilliantly done and I loved it. It was such a good Be show. Foreigners. Okay. Wow. Okay. That's, Be foreigners. That sounds amazing. I'm just watching yeah, 80s really action good. movies. I'm so, I've become such a dad. Wow. Well, Except no <laughs> Well, look. There's nothing wrong Don't with 80s. 80s action movies are actually quite lovely. Yes. And, uh, they'll get you through the I, night. I want to see Private Benjamin again, but it turns out it's $12 on Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And oh, no. I was like, I can't do that. I know. Don't be I, ridiculous. I might as well buy the DVD. Yeah, I keep <laughs> thinking of old movies I want to see, just assuming they'll be free, and they are blockbuster prices. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> When, when um, Jackie, is that show that you mentioned in Milwaukee or any in other In Milwaukee, shows? April 23rd, April 23rd. And then, and I'm going to, two times I had to cancel doing my new album. That was so when I was going to do albums. this theater. I wonder if we, it was the same date. Yeah. Did you so book it in the last mean, couple weeks? I, I This morning. Okay. Well, so, you're welcome. I, I just I, <laughs> thank you very much. And I and I told him I said because uh, because I I just I was like just tell people that you're willing to work at the end of April. And yeah. all of a sudden there was work at the end of April, and I was like, <laughs> okay, yeah, <it's laughs> now you got to do it. Yeah, you're right. That, but sorry, I, really quick, let's make this a real plug sure. because if people want to go see you, yeah. it's Milwaukee, April twenty third. Right, two two shows. Two shows, and the name of that company is uh, like the Laughing Tap. Yeah. The Laughing the Tap. The Laughing Tap probably has a website. Right. As, uh, do, as do I, and it will eventually be up on JackieCasher.com. And if you want to okay. come to my Zoom shows, uh, sign up for my email list, which is harder to get on than it is to get off, because there's two <laughs> unsubscribe buttons on every every single uh, email. Uh, but Very that, considerate. Right, well, and so, because I'm sending them every week now of <laughs> Zoom shows, which feels a lot. Uh, so, uh, so, but if you want to know about the Zoom shows, join the email list. It's on JackieCasher.com. Figure it out. Uh, but then uh, easy to get off when you get bored. <laughs>
Nice. Well, I'm glad Perfect. you're getting back out there. You are fun to watch do stand up. And I Thanks, will man. never you forget too. how much better than me you did in Temecula. <laughs> <laughs> we did a yeah brewery in your hometown, Karen. And it, it Karen, looked like Mario Kart. It looked like the pipes. Yeah, yeah. It was very, <laughs> it was very steampunk. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you were so great. But when you got off, just like me, you were like, I feel like I didn't do well. And I'm like, I just saw you oh, do amazingly. At the gin place, right? Yes. Vaulted yes. ceilings. Yeah. Gin That'll distillery. do that. Yeah. In Petaluma, not Temecula. Yeah, Petaluma. Petaluma. I'm but sorry. I always, that's okay. it's the Ecula and the Umula. It's, <laughs> I always miss those up in uh, biology I class. I understand. Too. And, vaulted, no, and vaulted ceilings will always affect our self esteem. Yes, yes. That's got to be low and I got to be backed into the corner. Otherwise, I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> Give me bricks. <laughs> right. Um, Comedy of the world. Yes. If, if you haven't seen Jackie Cation do stand-up comedy, which if you're a listener of Do You Need a Ride, you know Jackie, you love Jackie. Yeah. But if you haven't, uh, go to JackieCation.com. Don't be afraid to go visit her on TikTok. Yeah, and go to her Instagram. <laughs> She's reposting a lot of and her Instagram. early work, and it's very enjoyable. Yep. Support Jackie in all her ways. And then, of course, please listen to the hilarious um, and very inside comedy podcast, uh, <laughs> The Jackie and Lori Show, where two lady comics talk about being comics. I like it. Thank you for being Anything here. Anything else, Jack? Jackie. Oh, um, uh, if you guys are still doing my favorite murder, I got to tell you about my Uncle Tom. <laughs> oh, hell yes. Uh, hell yeah. Remember the cyanide uh, in Chicago? Yes. My, in the Tylenol? Yeah. There was a copycat incident in Menominee Falls, Wisconsin, where there was cyanide and a can of Coke. That was my Uncle Tom. Oh, my Lord. Tom. Jackie Marie Cation. <laughs> Why haven't you told me about this already? Uh, you owe me an email. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I'll, i yeah, it's, it's literally, I don't want to, should I just ruin it? Should I just tell you what? Or don't ruin it. No, okay. no, no. Save you it. should. Do, no, you should do a hometown. <clears throat> yeah, okay. I'll talk to you about well, this. Okay, after. we're right. plugging. That, uh, we got to hear Jackie's this story. Future hometown episode. Right, of and listen to the Dork Forest, you guys. Uh, Greg Proops just did a great thing about uh, baseball, the Negro Leagues. Awesome. Yeah, the Dork Forest has been going. It was. It was up first. It's been going since it oh six. You say oh six, and uh, I was close with those at my oh seven. You yeah. were, and there's, and it's so funny because. Um, we don't do season like I don't do seasons. So like Jimmy Pardo is on like season thirty because he <laughs> splits it into like twelve episode seasons. Yeah, uh, I'm in the fourteenth year. You guys, that's all we're wow. doing. We're just doing that's years. Amazing. Nice, amazing. You were one of the. We're first this to be is doing. season two. Season two. Yeah, we're us. season two. Yeah. Do you need a ride? In the, but <laughs> we're, we're in year seven. <laughs> Thank you for being on, Jackie. You're the best. Yes, great to Jackie see you. Jackie Cation, everybody. You've been listening Woo! to Do You Need a Ride? D-Y-N. A-R! Are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us time and date. Terminal and we want to send you off in style We want to welcome you back home Tell us all about it Were you scared or was it fine? Mouthhorn Mouthhorn <laughs>
Uh, with Karen and Chris.